1: no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply you're listening to miller and Moulton exclusively on the florida sports
0: network 22 minutes before the hour it's our final segment of the week in lake city tampa st pete and port charlotte to venice The bonus hour with Wright Thompson at the top of it, coming up in a little more than 20 minutes' time. But Chris Landry is how we end our week on the network, keyoflandryfootball.com, landryfootball.com. Follow Chris on Twitter, at LandryFootball. Chris, thanks for your time. How are you? Always a pleasure to be with you guys. I'm doing great. I cannot believe we're week nine in the
1: college season. I say that every week, but... I guess that's the way it works. We just advance
3: it. It goes yeah. very quickly. There is no doubt. And with you, we don't. We like to go quickly because so much information is there. So let's get right at the games, Chris. Let's start with the cocktail party. Florida's a big underdog in this game. Georgia, offensively, has had moments where they've looked really good. Defensively, they've had moments where they've given up points to the Kent States and Missouri of the world. It's a gigantic number in Vegas, twenty-three. And this was the this was the downfall of Florida last year. What will happen on Saturday in Jacksonville?
1: Well, I think what's going to happen is I think Florida wants to stay committed to the run game. I think they will, and that might make this game, may, may make that point spread a little bit more manageable. But they've got to be careful not to give up early points. You know, we've talked about it. They've been bad on third, down on defense. That's got to improve. It's a rivalry game. As much as you talk about it uh, and tell your players, is Georgia and Tennessee, I know we'll talk about them, are they a little bit peeking ahead the next week? I think it has to be a little bit of that. And I don't know, sometimes these rivalry games go to the edge momentum-wise. This game is important for Georgia. Of course it is. You can't lose it. But you would think that for Florida, they're going to get whatever Florida's best effort is, we're going to get it. But I I think certainly Georgia's going to win. I think they likely win going away. I think they're just a better team.
0: Chris, we saw on Monday night when no one thought the bears would be able to line up against the Patriots and run it down their throat. And they did. And because of it, they won and they won easily. It seems as if the only realistic shot that the Gators have, the strength of their team is their offensive line play. There are two running backs or three even, and Richardson running the ball. It seems as if they have to do what no one's been able to do for a few years but they have to run for 160 to 200 yards, don't they?
1: They do. And you mentioned Anthony Richardson. So what this does is this creates another gap for the defense to have to cover, because you got the, the you know you normally you plan 11 guys on offense. Now you defensively you plan those guys 11 guys. You got to defend him as a runner, and and so that can create some opportunities, because then you could pop a pass over a lot of vacated area. That's where you have a little bit of success. This is not Tennessee's defense, but you saw them have some success and stay committed to the run and got Tennessee. It was early in the season, I know, but that I'm a little bit out of rhythm, I think that's the same formula. They couldn't get that done against LSU. LSU was too sharp on offense. Defense gave up too many big plays. So, yes, running the football. But, David, Mark, they got to get some stops defensively or else it's just, you know, you can it's just keeping the score manageable. If you can punch it in and get a couple of stops, force some turnovers, get short fields for your offense, then all of a sudden we got a game in the third quarter that's at least competitive. We'll see where it goes. Pressure starts to mount. We see these things happen from time to time.
3: Before we came on, we were talking during the break, and we were just talking about offensive lines on Sundays getting better. Georgia lost all those players to the draft on defense. How much better is their defense now than even when they played Oregon? Because this is still, you know, Kirby's got studs. This is just like Alabama. They're reloading. So how much have they improved from week one?
1: They are. And, you know, the the front line guys have played pretty well. They've also had some injuries there, too. That's really slowed them a little bit. And I think against Missouri, uh, you know, they didn't play with a great deal of effort. We're down a couple of guys. They have gotten better. And remember, the guys that were the rotational guys last year are the front guys this year. So when they go rotation, it's not that the rotation guys from last year have been substandard. But the now rotation guys are younger, less experienced. And those guys are getting a little bit better. It's not going to be, I get this off. Well, they're not as good as last year. They're not playing last year's Georgia team. We're not going to rank when the rankings come out this week, we're not ranking that last year's Georgia team. It's just how good can they be this year? And and I think they're pretty good. I think not without holes, but still pretty good.
0: All right. We'll get back to, you know, a handful of key games for this week, but can I go big picture with you and off the radar for a second? Is Jimbo's offense outdated? you're of hardcore football guy you watch tape you've seen the game evolve year to year is jimbo's offense outdated or does he just not have a quarterback
1: i don't think it's outdated it's inflexible you've got to have flexibility in today's rules that favor the offense you've got to run be more effective in teaching the rpo game and stuff so that when you have an athletic quarterback you can get something done uh if you've got a guy that's a young guy well you can't have an overcomplicated system because by the time you sit there and develop you know connor wegman it's two years from now and they're they're probably figured out how to come up with a lot of money to buy you out it's it's very difficult it's it's a lot like it's a completely different style But it's the the this is the way i know how to do it mantra that 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 hampers mike leach mike leach's philosophy for example is there's a receiver open on every play
3: it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say
1: The, the fifth read on the opposite side, the field is open. You got, you got to get rid of the ball in 1.9 seconds. You know, you don't get that. You know, so some of that, in, in Jimbo has got a little bit of that in his system, which is I think the biggest problem, guys, is the, the offensive line, the running game's not there. They don't have enough playmakers. And I'm going to just say it like it is. I hate saying it as a coach. They are poorly coached offensively. They've got one of the worst receiver coaches in the country. Um, they've got ineffective ability to teach routes. So it's slow to develop and evolve and get guys to play to a standard. They don't know how to work tempo quite as well. All of those okay. things are hindering them.
3: And they better figure it out because they've got an old Miss defense. If you can't score an old Miss, then you're not going to be able to Re- score. Real,
1: real quick, because I know we got to go. But look, I'm just going to end with this. On this game, what happened on the field this year and off the field thus far – we're going to see about a because this is where the players say enough is enough. They take control of the locker room. And if they respond like I think most teams will respond, they're going to play a great game at home and maybe even beat Ole Miss. If they don't, that tells you where the culture is. And this would be, if it's an Ole Miss rolling game, it's not just another loss for a i A&M. I'm just telling you. It will be a big statement.
3: Kentucky and Tennessee. Tennessee, you already talked about them looking ahead, but I don't think Kentucky has enough offensive firepower to keep up with the Vols.
1: You know, I think they are a little bit better prepared to move the football in the pass uh, with the passing game. A healthy Will Levis makes a difference. So they played in the shootout game last year. I think they can do it to make it close, but Tennessee's just better at doing it. I don't think they're as equipped to play the slow down, keep away game as they have been in the past, but. Still think you can throw the football on Tennessee. Kentucky's, you got to score points and win a shootout game against Tennessee. I don't think they can do it quite enough, particularly on the road.
0: Penn State got rolled two weeks ago in Ann Arbor. Now they get a shot at a big boy, they get it at home. Ohio State, you could argue, first real test, certainly since Notre Dame, if we consider that a real test because they're offensively challenged. Sometimes the Buckeyes struggle in the red zone against good teams. Chris, does Penn State have a puncher's chance? They're a 15-point dog.
1: They have a puncher's chance to keep this closer because they match up better with Ohio State than Michigan. What is Michigan? Power team. They run play action. Ohio State's more speed, more finesse, more angle blocking, and that's why they struggle a little bit in the red zone, you know, because it, if they with the field being condensed, it's a passing game, it's tougher. So this style favors it's, – it's more conducive for Penn State to have some success. Is it going to be enough? That's going to be key. The secondary is the strength of Penn State. Um, can uh, Ohio State run the football well? Heck, even in a win last week, they didn't run the football all that well. So that's going to be the key. Still think Ohio State's a better team. Big games, um, even at home. James, if, if it's close and it's competitive, are they going to make that crucial mistake? Is there going to be a game management decision problem? James struggles in those situations. That's why I think it's tough to think Penn State will win it. But close, closer than Michigan, I kind of think it will be.
3: Oklahoma State and K-State, pretty good one of the Big 12. How do you see it?
1: Yeah, it is. I think the health of the quarterbacks, that was the key. I give a lot of credit to TCU, but it was really the health of the quarterbacks. Kansas State can't throw the football, but they can run it with their quarterback. That's going to be the key. I do think Oklahoma State's a little bit more balanced. They blew that game against TCU. They had it, and they couldn't finish it. I think this could be interesting, though. They're going to have to stop the run. They can rush the passer, but I don't know if they can stop the run game of the quarterbacks enough in this one. This is going to be a lot of fun.
0: Well, is Martinez going to play for K-State? I mean, well, that's K-State, what I when he played, they were whooping TCU. He leaves the game, they get beat. It, that's it. That was.
1: That's what I'm saying. That is the quarterback run is the focal point of their offense. It, it, everything breeds off of that, and you saw the turnover. So that is the key. To me, I, I don't give K-State a chance if he's not healthy or not playing. That's what's difficult. So if you're kind of, you know, investing on this game, You might want to stay away from this because I can't tell you what the health of the quarterbacks are going to be.
0: Notre Dame at Syracuse. Notre Dame needs the win because otherwise he's going to have at best like a seven and five season and Mm -hmm. potentially even six and six. And that's not how you want to start your tenure at Notre Dame because it could be a short tenure. Meanwhile, Syracuse wins this game, Chris. They could be 11 and one when this thing is done. And in the Northeast, which does not care about college (laughs) football, this is a big game.
1: It is. No, there's no question it is because it's still Notre Dame, even though it's not a good Notre Dame team. I I was impressed with Syracuse last week. Uh, The fact that they played well, no more victories. I'm not selling that, but they played pretty well. Um, I still think Syracuse has got some holes. I think that both defenses will kind of keep them in it a little bit. I think they've got some offensive issues. I like Syracuse better because – I like the consistency at quarterback more than I do at Penn, at uh, at Notre Dame, and I think Sean Tucker can, can really have a good game. So I actually like the keys in this one. I just think they're a better-looking team. You can't watch that Notre Dame-Stanford game and um, and not think negatively about Notre Dame, this co- this young coaching staff, which is very inexperienced, and I think they're figuring that out now.
2: Step into the world of power, loyalty, Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: All right, be honest with us. Have you already started doing film work on Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama LSU?
1: Yeah, well, you know, particularly Alabama LSU because it's bye week. But this week, I, I'm very interested in seeing how Tennessee and Georgia handles this week because of their opponents. But, yeah, no, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'll give you a little tip. I, I do think that Georgia matches up a little bit better than Tennessee, than Alabama did, and it's also in Athens. A little bit of a peak, but not not, not, not going there over the line for you yet. we got to tease it for next week. You guys told me about teasing. You have
0: got to do that. You got to tease it next week. Listen, so, I just – I yeah. just asked you if you had done any film work. Yeah, I didn't yeah, ask yeah. you for anything else. Yeah, yeah, I, I have. And, okay. Uh, I, obviously... I was just, I, Chris. Basically, I was asking, have you already started cheating?
1: That's all. Nah. That's all I asked. You. I tell you what, the Alabama LSU game is going to be interesting uh... too. It's, it's gonna,
0: those are that's going to be fun next week. I can't wait to
1: talk about it.
0: And we'll do so a week from now. Chris, have a great weekend. Stay safe. We'll talk again in a week. Hey, thanks. Enjoy the games, guys. Take care. Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com, LandryFootball.com. And he gives it to you, Cliff Notes version, neck-deep version. If you love football, Chris is your kind of guy.
3: And what he said about AM, that was the nuts and bolts of that segment because he just called out that entire team. If they end up getting rolled by Ole Miss – That means Jimbo's completely lost the locker room and they've given up.
0: I didn't ask him about it because I didn't know if he had done film work on it and I never want to put a guest in a bad spot. The Cincinnati UCF game, it's a big game for Gus. You know, he needs to, you know, he's lost a couple games this year in which quite frankly his base thinks they should be undefeated playing this game. And they're not. They got two losses to teams that eh, I don't think they should have lost to. And so now it's kind of like, hey, you got to make up for one of those. And Cincinnati at home would be a nice makeup. Lucky Land
2: Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Would be a great makeup, and I am stunned at the line is what it is. You pointed this out earlier. It's a point and a half in UCF's favorite. I don't get it. Well, no.
0: Cincinnati hasn't lost the conference game since what? 2020 or 2019 even? So it's funny, these have been the two dominant teams in the last five years in this conference. UCF had their two-plus-year run, and Cincinnati's now had their two-plus-year run. And it's, I'm looking
3: looking forward to the Buckeyes because I think they're. I don't necessarily think it's pressure, but it's the first time they've been in a spot. Let's see how they respond to being in a, on the road in a little bit of a pressure situation. This is supposed to be the best offense in the country. Go prove it on Saturday and take care of business because it'll be a great atmosphere in Penn State. And they'll come out hard after getting their butts kicked by Michigan, particularly on the lines of scrimmage where they were just dominated on both ends. So we'll see how that game turns out. Wright Thompson, great author.
0: Chamba Life.
3: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18
2: plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChambaCasino.com.